Let's play who can open their mouth wider. I think I'm pretty sure I won. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that hurts my nose. <laughs> <laughs>to the doom to fail podcast i am your host for the week katherine cogart and with me as ever through the magic of the internet is our other sometimes host talking tim dobbs how are you tim hello 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 katherine our doom to fail singers are here as well yeah of course <laughs> doom to fail barbershop singlet oh i like that there yeah. should be more singlets. Solo artists should refer to themselves as singlets. I'll, I'll, I'll write a note to Amy Mann. Okay. Okay. <laughs> is she the only one still taking your calls? <laughs> Everyone else has abandoned me. <laughs> uh, Katy Perry I mean, has long since started deleting them. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I was I was probably mildly inappropriate to her. <laughs> but isn't everyone? Isn't, I mean, come on. You know, I know I'm not supposed to say this as a woman, but isn't she kind of asking for it? <laughs> I didn't say it. You did. Anyway. Although, I mean, almost literally, yes. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what her songs are about. She's like, hey, objectify me. Like, that's the gist of it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Objectify me mm -hmm. as I subtly make homosexual comments. That's what I have from Katy Perry. All right. She's a champ. Anyhow, you're hosting, right? Yeah, no. So, um, okay. This week we're gonna talk about internet startups because it was my idea. So, Tim, mm -hmm, yeah. do you, off the bat, do you have any uh, what? How about this? Would you ever work at an internet startup? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, I mean, it sounds yeah. like fun. It's uh, you know, a couple of guys in a garage or something making it go. Well, what about like um, not so much. In a garage, but, like, after they've graduated from the garage. Like, they've got their round A funding down, and they're, like, in an office now. But there's not more than ten of them. Maybe twenty. Uh, yeah, still. Yeah? Yeah, I, you know, I don't think it's the best work environment there is. But, like, you know, who am I to say that it's 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 too bad, you know? Well, now I'm really curious. What is the best work environment for Tim Dobbs? The best work environment? Uh, it's a small closet full of clothes. And uh, I record podcasts in it. Aww. <laughs> no, I have no idea. I don't know. I enjoy working in cafes. I think most people do. I actually don't like working in cafes. Funny story. No, why not? Um, I, I just think there's too many distractions. And it's not comfortable enough. I like to work in well-cushioned environments. That's what's oh, important to me. Well, you should, uh, you should find a cushier cafe. And also, my shins are really short, so it's uncomfortable for me to sit for too long. Like... Super uncomfortable. Shins are a thing that are short? On me, they are. Ah, boy. Do you want to go into this or not? I, I'm very confused about how shins work. I'm pretty sure that we have. But yeah, the reason that I'm short, I would be average height. But my shins are like a full inch or two shorter than they should be for someone of my height. Or the rest of my proportions. 
Okay, I understand. I thought that you were saying the shins were short, but sort of um, the the back of the leg wasn't like like you just had like a constant pulling on your leg, oh, which would no. be super uncomfortable. No. Yeah, yeah, just the, so that's good. the lower segment of my leg is shorter than it should be. I see. Um, and so your feet dangle is what you're saying. My feet either dangle or if I put them on the ground, I'm on the edge of my seat and like always falling forward. Uh, <sighs> Which is annoying. Yeah, both sound uncomfortable. Yeah. So what do you do? You just walk around? Like how do you, how do you avoid this problem? I uh, in what in what work environments can you work where this is not a problem? Well, I make do in a regular office with a comfortable office chair and sitting cross-legged. Um, cross-legged is really comfortable for me, and otherwise I like to work on a couch or a bed. But I'm trying not to work on a bed in the future. Oh no! Now why are you trying to not work on a bed? Oh um. It definitely has nothing to do with sleep hygiene, because I'm definitely not a giant hypocrite about giving everyone a hard time about caring about sleep hygiene a few weeks ago. <laughs> you were... I, You know, in in the heat of that conversation, I remember being like, I don't know, she might have a point. And then I listened back and was like, eh, I don't know that she has a point. Uh, I don't like, know. Kind of, but, but it, was, it, was, it was a lot of... Uh, it was, it was like you had you were rehearsing for the big no ball. Like <laughs> I've been invited to this party where where everyone is says no all the time and I really had to warm up for that. Well, Tim, I've always wanted to go to the no ball and they invited me for the first time this year and you know how exclusive it is. I had yeah. to get ready. It's really hard to get in because they just keep telling you no, you can't ask. No. That's the problem with it. No. Yeah. Hey, you need to be invited, and it's a trick, because if you say yes, they know you're not no material. You just have so, to say nothing and shrug. Yeah. You just uh, walk away. I'll <laughs> yeah, consider. Exactly. A noncommittal groan is the only way to get into the no ball. <laughs> anyway, how did that go? Oh, oh, my God. I lost big time because everyone's really into sleep hygiene. <laughs> I Wait. You lost the party? <laughs> no, it's you like... You lost um, the gala. It's, uh... It was an award ceremony. Oh, I see. Yeah. There was a No Lifetime Achievement Award. <sighs> I don't know where we are. Right, internet startups. Anyway, so... I guess the reason I wanted to talk about internet startups is because there's this tendency that they have that's, like, increasingly making me more and more upset. Sure. I'm really, really sick of, like, having playthings in the workspace. Oh, but isn't this just a stand-up joke from the early 2000s? Isn't that what you're doing right now? I'm, but I'm extremely genuine. This isn't a joke. <laughs> this isn't a joke. Take it seriously for once. <laughs> As as you know, the Doom to Fail podcast is the place where we come to have serious roundtable discussions about no the minor tri tribulations of the world. <laughs> kind of. I mean, that's the intention is to have a serious discussion, but... Was it? I am so sorry. Oh. I just... Oh, <laughs> boy. Boy. I owe you a solid. Okay. Maybe you could help me rehearse for next year's no ball. No, I don't think so. Yes! Bam! <laughs> See, you need you have a little work to do there. A little work. Oh god! 
so you don't like um I, why are you against toys? Why why do you hate fun, Catherine? Why do I hate fun? Okay. Um so here's the situation. First of all, you should know that I hate Toms. Toms? Yeah, the shoes. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. They make you look like you've got bandaged feet. I think that's stupid. <laughs> I just don't think they're that great. So, I hate Toms because I think they look stupid. And B, because they have a slide between their floors. <laughs> That's obnoxious. Okay, so here's the thing. A friend of mine visited their headquarters and says that almost nobody uses the slide. Why would you? How do you feel about That's that? That's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, then why is it there? Um, To give the sort of uh, image of being a fun place. The illusion of being, being a fun, fun. place. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's classic not thinking not thinking things through. Yeah, and um, Google has a ball pit, Google Seattle. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Do you think people use it? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't use it. Ball pit. That's a uh, that is a pit of germs. Well, here's the thing. It's uh it's an adult ball pit. So the idea is that because adults know how to clean themselves, it's a little bit cleanlier. It still it feels dicey. Mm. I don't know. I've never actually seen it. I've just seen people who got to work to, for Google in the ball pit taking Facebook pictures. I, uh, well, Which you know, actually... if people use it and people have fun with it, then I guess it's okay. Uh, maybe. I mean, that might actually be the major use of the ball pit is to take Facebook pictures. Hmm. Um, yeah, well, I, if we're to be honest with ourselves, really honest, take a moment, step back from the situation. Yeah. Uh, and, and kind of like let our hearts be open. Okay. We we would accept that almost everything we do is to take Facebook photos or post Facebook statuses. What did we do before Facebook then? I don't know. We probably led real fulfilling lives, but not anymore. Really? I Certainly mean, not me. I as someone who feels pretty fulfilled, I also don't really post pictures on Facebook anymore. Oh, see, maybe there's a connection right there. Interesting. That's your thing. Unless I, I, uh... I see something and I want general opinion on it. So you use it as like a straw poll. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. I uh, I don't post a lot, but I play the long game. You know, I uh, I'll go on a trip to Costa Rica and hike to a waterfall because I know I'll get probably one good profile picture out of it. <laughs> uh, I go for uh, quality over quantity. Sure. No, that makes sense. Yeah. You don't need pictures of my food. Forget it. Get it out of here. So here's the thing. So Google has a ball pit. Tom's has a slide. And recently, um, my office moved, and we're on the same floor as another company, an internet startup that is about to go under. Like, mm -hmm. they haven't paid their rent in months type of thing. Sure. Ugh. Well, you know, uh, what is it, like 80% of startups fail uh, right out? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, yeah. Anyway, so... It's not really a, a startup because they have a, two offices now. They have a New York office okay. and a Seattle office. And so the whole company is about to go under. And the Seattle office um, needs to sublet their space. And so we moved into the space. And we agreed on the space. It happened to be where their break room area was and where their ping pong table is. Because, like, if you need to be able to pay your rent, then, I mean, that's a good thing to give up. So we get yep. over there and we're like, as the moving truck pulls up, they give us a call saying that they changed their mind and they want to keep their ping pong table. 
Okay. Uh, That's like a hundred bucks. They probably, I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. Have some perspective, I guess. Exactly. And so they put us in like a crappy corner and we're really cramped now. And we're not all together. We're kind of split up a little bit, which is obnoxious because then I have to walk through their space to go talk to our biz dev guy. Who's also our part-time office manager type of thing. Anyway. <laughs> and you say you're fulfilled, huh? This sounds great. Uh, I'm fulfilled despite all this, okay? Uh, that is uh, that is excellent. Anyway, the worst part is that, like, okay, so they take their ping pong super seriously. They've got, like, a, you know how you have, like, a mail thing and there's different slots for your ma- for different people's mail? Like, a big thing of that? Inboxes. Yes, they have a big thing of inboxes, but instead of mail, they put their specialized ping pong paddles in there. That's cute. And anyway, the worst part is that we can hear them play ping pong, and they play ping pong, like, all the time, and they're about to go under, and I don't know why they're playing ping pong, and it's just so upsetting to me. Well, because if they were going under, what do they care? But You know, uh, why not Why not fiddle while Rome burns? Why not ping pong while Startup Co. burns? Lauding a gasolina, lauding a fetamina, lauding a caipirinha. Meet me after school, and I'll beat you like gorilla. Fight you like piranha, vem brigar com minha aranha. Oh, Back into this. I um. This is a whole other episode. This is an episode within I, an episode. I don't know how to do anything anymore. Okay, this is now so a meta podcast. Is, you know what? We are titling this one uh, "Cloud Atlas." <laughs> so let's open the next podcast, and you can tell me about Cloud <laughs> We're Atlas. We're going to do six podcasts and do the half of one and half of another and half of another, and then we'll do the second half of each of them. I've been looking for a way to t- slowly turn this podcast from a pseudo-informational infotainment <laughs> show into sound art. <laughs> and we're getting there. We're getting there one step at a time. We are. We are. It started with the singing, I think. <laughs> we do sing a lot more than your average podcast. I don't think that's true. Is that true? That's extremely true. Tell me about your average podcast. Let's uh, Let's sketch it out. An average podcast is not music. Okay, that's fair. Yes. But don't people sing? Have I listening to the bugle too much? Is that the problem? Yeah, you have. All right, I'm sick of this uh, podcast. Let's step back one level to Gumby. Okay. Um, so Gumby uh, is a, a little green ball of clay. Yes. And he hangs out with his pony pal Pokey. Yes. And um, He lives in a clay land, right? Does he not? Well, he, he seems to live in a pile of books. Um, because he, he will... Well, yes, so, and he goes all, from book to book. Yeah, he he's sort of in um in the purgatory of the white space with books hanging around. Mm. And, uh, he lives on go, the first few go pages of the books where it's blank. 
yes, made made real, made physical. Mm. That's where he lives. Right. Um. Yeah. I. What is it about that? Have you ever read uh, the Magician's Nephew? It's uh, the prequel to uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Uh no, isn't that a movie now? No, that's a uh, The Sorcerer's Apprentice with Nick Cage. Well, that's very different. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I've no, never the Magician's read. Nephew uh, the chronicles Magician's the. Nephew. It's part of the Chronicles of Narnia series, right? And it details how the world of Narnia came to be created. Um, oh, so it's like the Cimmerillion for Narnia. Yeah, except it's like a good story. Oh, good. Uh, as opposed okay. to the Cimmerillion, which is just sort of details. Oh, man. Did you listen to the Dead Author Pod with J.R.R. Tolkien? I did, yes. That was a good one. I enjoyed it, but we're not... <laughs> I'm sorry, we're not on the podcast level of this Cloud Atlas podcast anymore. Excuse me. Yeah, no, we're back. No, I was just doing some side descripting, like, j- all in the style of J.R.R. Tolkien. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this format Gumby? is very difficult for me to, uh, me to understand. I'm really excited to do it just like this every week from now on. Um... So, so in in the magician's nephew, um, he enters. I don't know. It might have been through a wardrobe. I don't exactly remember. But uh, the magician's nephew enters into this wardrobe, and it's just a sort of orchard that has a bunch of wells. If I'm remembering right, I read this a long time ago. But okay. has a bunch of um, like sort of just water wells. Okay. And he jumps into one and uh, inadvertently creates the the um, world of Narnia. It's dark at first, and then the stars come out, and then he realizes the stars are singing, and then he realizes there is a lion conducting them. Imagery. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, the evil witch came from a different world, and there's a sort of Scooby-Doo-esque chase scene where they jump from world to world at some point. Uh, <laughs> Do, don't you really mean Benny this... Hill? <laughs> well, in my head it was. It was a book, remember? Mm. But I've always sort of enjoyed this, and you see it in Gumby, too, this sort of like... Place in between worlds. Uh, nexus. The trope. Yeah, this nexus trope. I mean, does that resonate with you at all? Oh yeah, very much so. Why is it so appealing? Um, it speaks to an infinity of places that you can explore very quickly. It's like too. instant world depth. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'd like. And Let's if the that. appealing thing about Harry Potter is the depth of the world. And the ability of the reader to imagine themselves living in that world, then a nexus is like infinite that times twenty instantly. Well, yeah, but you have to keep limitations to make to make a, a story good. It has to have limitations, right? I uh, I don't agree. Really? Let's, uh, for example, Jorge Borges. Sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's uh, but but no one would would conflate that with Harry Potter. Like, that's not going to draw a a six year old in. No, but it is a, still like a very popular and successful short story. Which which one in particular? I... The the library. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Well, you're right. I think I don't know. I think the thing I key on to more than well, I suppose you're right. I also I think the other thing I like about it too is just the infinite accessibility in addition to the infinite depth. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. Because my frustration is always, well, you know, I live here in San Francisco. Why shouldn't I? I man, I need, like, a closet where you open the door <laughs> and, like, yeah, you know, I'm in Seattle. We're recording an episode. And then uh-huh. I'm in, like, yeah. So yeah. we need, um, all right, let's sketch out the future. I think we I need. Mean, uh, frankly, isn't that why the Internet is so appealing? 
Yeah, I suppose it is. I think uh, I think access is ease of access is is one of the most appealing things to to me and probably most people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it we'll maybe it isn't the connectivity, but it's the access. Oh yeah, I mean, if the connectivity was what mattered, then lolcats wouldn't be you know popular. <laughs> like true, it's just it's I I think very much uh not all of I think it, you know the connectivity has done a lot for us, but I think the internet itself. A lot of the way it's used by the the everyday person is really just about ease of use. It's super easy to scroll through pictures, and it's way easier to interact uh, via Facebook or Twitter or something right. than it is to talk to people where you have to actually deal with being face to face. So then the motivator is access, and the uh, side benefit symptom maybe is increased connectivity. Yes, and perhaps. The latest generation of the web, whatever we're on, what are we on, 4.0, 3.6? I don't know. Who's keeping track of that? Maybe it'll be like web 3.1, like how Windows was in 3.1 for a long time, and then we'll get web 95. That'll be nice. There'll be like graphics and noises and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, well, so I wonder if perhaps now the the motivation obviously was built out because of like, well, scientists need to talk to each other. And then we've gotten to a point where it's actually motivated by that ease of use because there is money to be made because you can sell lolcat ads. True. Jumping up one more level All in right. the Cloud Atlas podcast. <laughs> um, we were talking about... Oh, and I don't know where we left off because of uh, recording issues. Um, right. So this yeah. isn't quite Cloud Atlas. There's only three stories. Uh, you want to go to six? We could. I just don't. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm so tired. It would be like a 300-page book. I don't know. How long was it? Actually, Cloud Atlas wasn't that long. It was like uh, maybe like 150 pages. Really? That's really short. I have no novel. concept of what a page is anymore. I have a Kindle. You have a Kindle? Oh, yeah. Actually, I have a Kindle Fire, which I really only use to watch tv yeah i wouldn't use that to read it doesn't seem thank good you reading. it's not no. just me i'm allowed to be doing this with my kindle i'm not a bad person for not using my kindle to read um i i see no advantage to the kindle fire as a reader like over books versus as, as a tablet sure okay you know? great now i feel better about it what's uh what's up with you in reading what what's up with me in reading? Yeah, I don't know. Oh. You're so uh, effusively non-reading. I know. It's just sort of worked out that way. Huh. All right. Yeah. Um I um I am I see myself going through a big reading phase like, you know, in a few years and then getting back into it. Um That'll be nice. But yeah. I mean, I yeah, I think it'll be nice for everybody else cuz then I will stop making jokes about how I'm illiterate. Yeah, well, you know, that's not really a lifestyle thing. That's more of a, a comedian thing. You yeah. Know, you, uh, yeah. Take pride in your humor, Catherine. Okay, I will. I'm okay. funny. I was trying real hard to keep this tight, so we should go back to the internet startup thing. Right, okay. So they each have their own little mail slot for the ping pong paddles, right? Right. And so um, they have like a like an inbox of mailbox paddles. Well, that seems like I don't know. That's cute. That's cutesy. I kind of like it. Okay, so here's I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about telling you this story and what you were going to say to it, um, and how I'm really upset about it, um, and how I knew you wouldn't be upset about it. <laughs> I, it's not in front of me. 
you know? Yeah. It's you you don't have to listen to them play ping pong and swear when they miss. Like really loudly at like I don't know, ten thirty. It's ten thirty. This don't is prime possible, work time. Like, isn't it possible these guys are just assholes and it's not internet startups' fault? It's entirely possible. <laughs> I so, that. the Doom to Fail podcast on assholes. Um, <laughs> oh my god, we're going up another level? Oh, we didn't even start here. Wow, this is... Who is still <laughs> listening? Um, so, oh boy, we started midstream. Didn't see that coming. It was N-Media Res. <laughs> Damn. So, AWODS, what do you think? Uh... Who's the worst? <laughs> Uh, probably the founding fathers for not giving slaves the same rights as other people. I don't know, though. That was a, they were, they were victims of circumstance to some extent. Victims is the wrong word. Are they you had calling the founding fathers victims? <laughs> I don't think that's going to go over well. I don't know. I'm just saying. Ooh. With, Are uh, we... with slaves. There aren't any. <laughs> It there took a long time, other but countries? we got our heads straight on it. What? There are in other countries. Um, well, I guess I can't really speak to that. Do you know... Oh, there also is slavery in the slavery U.S. Is... Human trafficking. Oh, well... Seattle sure. is the nation's hub of human trafficking. Well, you should stop doing that, Catherine. Well, I'll talk to him. <laughs> assholes. <laughs> this has been the Doom to Fail podcast on assholes. Uh, founding fathers, uh, human traffickers. One in the same? Question mark. <laughs> Some of them were. Yeah, definitely. I, it, it's a it's a complex issue. <laughs> it sure is. It sure is. So back are we? Well, uh, all right. Heading on up to <laughs> um tree talk, talking about trees. Uh, That's just because trees are up. That's the only reason we're talking about trees. And now that we've finished talking about trees, we're back to assholes. Going back down? What is this, oh. the movie adaptation? No, no, this is the podcast adaptation. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the thing, Tim. Yes. Our souls are actually like clouds. They're forever changing in the sky, and they're made of condensate water. And so, really, they're going to evaporate if it gets too warm, and then they're going to turn into nothing. And that's why I really don't like the name Cloud Atlas, is because clouds actually just dissipate. They're they're not, like, persistent, like a soul is supposed to be in the karmic cycle. Mm. Just saying, Cloud Atlas, you're full of shit. So, all right, so we're at the top level now. The top level where we actually talk about Cloud Atlas. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Um, I'm trying to map it in my head, that's all. Okay. <laughs> um. So... Cloud Atlas, the the sort of overarching thing. I I, have, I haven't read the the book. Um, sure. The overarching idea is that the souls sort of drifted through all the various uh, um, timelines in in this book. Yes. Um, and it started way 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 back at like I forget colonial times sort of thing, and then it went all the way back to all the way to the very end of time, and it was a story within a story within a story. Oh, and yeah, you weren't supposed books, to though. realize that they were reincarnations of each other until, like, the middle of the book. And when did you realize? I don't know. Somebody told me about it before, so I was looking for it. <laughs> See, this is this is the beautiful thing. So, 
I thought you might be going like, oh, you were going to say, I realized pretty early because you were going to show off how clever you are. No, I'm but not no, clever. But no, we've come beyond that. We're at the point now where we can take pride in gaining knowledge from each other. You know, we're building a system. The, the, the whole of humanity's knowledge is uh, encompassed not only in ourselves, but mostly in Wikipedia. And, and either way, people know it. This is That's the, oh boy. This is the worst fortune cookie. <laughs> is that our new name of our network, the worst fortune cookie? That's not bad. Um <laughs> let me get you back to Cloud Atlas. I think right. couldn't couldn't it just been the water droplets? The water cycle works that way, right? Yeah, but then why didn't he call it the water cycle instead of clouds? Because clouds is something very specific. Because Cloud Atlas sounds cooler. And the imagery when he was talking about Cloud Atlas was that the clouds change. He didn't talk about the clouds dissipating. What does happen to clouds? I haven't taken earth science in so many years. They, um, they're just condensate. So if it gets too warm, they either rain out or they evaporate. Usually a combination. Mm. But they're dust as well, right? It's water and dust. Oh, yeah. But the dust uh, will either condense out with the water or um, just sort of hang out in the atmosphere. They're mostly water. Stepping it down to it internet down. startups. We're going to finish this thing out. All right. Uh, I don't know. Just let them play ping pong. They'll be gone eventually, right? They, they will reap that which they sowed. What if they get like a big contract last minute and then they stay there? What am I going to do? <laughs> uh, you will uh, put your foot down. It's or you can, so distracting. Here, here, here's something for you. You yeah. could legitimately just go up to them and very nicely be like, hey, I'm really sorry. Do you think maybe we could figure out a different place for you to play ping pong? No, because they're extremely passive aggressive. Because, you know, that's the Seattle way. That is the Seattle way. Yeah. This has been mentioned to me by almost everyone. Yeah. No, yeah. We don't uh, We don't speak to each other. If What's there's any way to avoid speaking to each other, we will do it. I don't know. We feel crowded when we talk to each other. Hmm. I feel like there's just so much in common with the New England way, except that we let each other know. Yeah. Not a lot of passive aggression there. There's it's kind pros of just and cons, like, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so you think you're never going to solve this problem with the ping pong? No, I, I hope that they will eventually go out of business or I will take an axe to their ping pong table. Boy, that's passive aggressive. I'll give you that. <laughs> that's aggressive aggressive. It's mostly really. just aggressive. It, it's passive aggressive if you like did it uh, overnight and then in the morning we're like, oh no, someone took an axe oh, to no, the ping pong Oh no, that's exactly table. what I would do. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Who could have Is it bad that thing? that's the exact like that's the only way I could conceive of doing that? <laughs> um, mm, I guess I'd rather you not be able to conceive of it, regardless. But oh well. Eh, well, you know, you don't get everything, Tim. No, I don't. And um, among the things I don't think I get is a coherent podcast this week. Uh, and neither do our listeners. Sorry, guys. Um, that's it's all right. Thank. Thanks to everyone for sticking with us. Another great episode of Doom to Fail. We'll be back next week talking about something, uh, maybe one thing. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye. She sees what she wants to see.